A lot can happen in three years, like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage that lasts nearly three years in some states. Learn more at UH1.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hello and welcome to the Elimination Chamber 2022 What Went Down video. We've just got off a stream, we've just watched the Elimination Chamber. Was it the alright time in It's an alright time. It's alright time. Well, we know if it's still alright by the end of this recap. We'll think. soon find yeah, out. So, yeah. uh, but we started off with the kickoff show. Uh, we got straight in there with Rey Mysterio versus The Miz by. And, I mean. It was fine. It was exactly what you'd expect from Rainbow Serio versus The Miz on a kickoff show. It ended when Dominic tried to get involved and then they chucked Dominic out of there. But it didn't really work as a distraction and Rey Mysterio still rolled up The Miz and won. And that's about it. Couldn't have been more WWE, could it? Yeah. It couldn't have been more WWE if it was Roman Reigns himself entering for the opener of this show proper. Which yeah. is indeed what it was. Uh, kicking the show off properly with Roman Reigns versus Goldberg. Big match to start Huge with. way to open the show. Uh, they kept it pretty short, but I still think it went a bit longer than people would have expected. Uh, Roman was mostly dominant throughout, but they did the usual Goldberg hope spot stuff. He got that one spear, that one moment, but it was the tease yeah. of the jackhammer where everything kind of came crumbling down for Goldberg. He lasted longer, well, should I say Roman, uh, took a little bit longer than other people have with Goldberg, or yep. vice versa. Obviously, Goldberg did 10 in Saudi Arabia with Bobby Lashley, yep. so he didn't quite last as long with uh, Roman Reigns here. But when Spears and Jackhammers and Impact stuff wasn't quite enough, Roman locked on that choke, that submission hold that he's been using for quite a while now. Uh, Goldberg, they gave the pass-out submission yes. rather than the tap-out. He just faded and faded and faded and faded, and he got the win. There was no bloody head well not as a result of headbutt in a locker anyway, but <laughs> no, there was still somehow had a bloody head odd bits of blood he appeared to there was a bit of blood in the back he appeared to have shoulder barred a locker before he came out to the yeah. ring not the worst Goldberg experience and certainly not the no. worst Saudi Arabian Goldberg <clears throat> experience no definitely not but lacking a bit of bite yes. I th I like, I, again different experience maybe watching live but it didn't quite feel like it had the energy of one of Goldberg's best yeah, they went into this straight away and they slowed down the pace very, very quickly. Yeah. Uh, and it says here it went six minutes. And like I honestly don't know how they filled six minutes with what they did. They went really slow into it. But it's probably, to be fair, the wisest choice to, to do. They stayed away from the jackhammer. Roman Reigns is quite a big man. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if Goldberg can keep it up. Uh, can keep it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, they kept it really, really simple. Ended with the, um, the choke out. I mean, it was fine. It was what it was. Roman Reigns won. He looked strong going into WrestleMania. Mm -hmm. It was the start fine. of, ultimately, the first thing tonight that was setting up, I guess, something in WrestleMania. There was a lot of yes. WrestleMania graphic stuff this evening. Yeah. And all we already knew that, obviously, it was going to be Brock Lesnar versus the Universal Champion. Yeah. But this was our first thing that we could say, absolutely ironclad confirmed, and we knew it yeah. anyway. That was the one sort of thing 
Very few people yeah. would have predicted Goldberg was actually going to get the win. And he yeah, did. definitely. Roman Reigns is indeed heading to WrestleMania. And more on that later. And speaking of setting things up for WrestleMania, next up was the Women's Elimination Chamber match, which was, of course, Liv Morgan taking on Nikki Ash. I will not forgive you for taking out <laughs> um, Molly Holly at the goddamn Royal Rumble. Uh, versus Dewdrop versus Rhea Ripley versus Alexa Bliss. She's fixed now. Mm-hmm. She's fine. Yeah. She's, so she's fine. She's, fine. Back in, yeah. she's back in it. It's absolutely fine. Looking uh, remarkably similar to how she did before she was not fine. Yeah, but... Uh, no, details. Uh, we'll talk about it later. Uh, but Liv Morgan uh, versus Nikki Ash was up first and they just kind of went at it for a bit. There wasn't a huge amount to shout about in this match no. in general. There was a, it was one of the, one of the sort of elimination chambers that was centered around one or two things only. Yeah. Got a really cool spot where um, Dewdrop like forced Alexa Bliss face <laughs> first <laughs> to eat really one funny. of the pods by stepping over Rhea Ripley. Yeah. It's like you're taking out kind of two at once. Alexa Bliss had a swing. Yep. In a pod, in a pod which is fine. Yeah. Some yeah, look at gimmicky stuff. But again, second match in a row, WWE went predictable but predictable sometimes rips away some of the suspense and drama from a match as a result. Yes, absolutely. Because of course, Bianca Belair won the thing mm-hmm. because they're gonna go to Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania, which was now official. They made that official at the end of the match. Um, but in terms of like the way they did it, there was a few sort of really good um, like uh, strength spots from Becky Bianca Belair. Yeah. There was a great bit with her and Rhea Ripley where they were kind of doing uh, a strength off almost, and they both had different people up in a vertical suplex, and then uh, Rhea Ripley had Alexa Bliss up in a vertical suplex, and then Alexa Bliss's skirt kind of fell down <laughs> into Rhea Ripley's face, and she kind of had her up in one arm and used the other arm yeah. to just lift up her skirt and go like, hi, oh, yeah, I'm still here. Bianca did the one in. arm press Bianca slam. Bianca did the one the arm morning. press slam thing, although she dropped her back into the ring instead yeah. of onto the really hard part of the elimination chamber outside, mm. which I didn't entirely understand. Um, but Bianca Belair, Won the match in the end, obviously eliminating Alexa Bliss because they were the two that were everybody was umming and ahhing about who would win it in the end. But she got the KOD, she got the victory. It is going to be Bianca Belair versus Becky Lynch at WrestleMania. Not the best women's elimination chamber match I've ever seen, but some good fun little bits in there. Still questionable as to where they're going with Alexa Bliss and this new I'm fixed now character, but still wearing the same gear and coming out with the same music. Yeah. Doesn't make much sense. It's a Royal Rumble problem extended to the Elimination Chamber. There are not enough stars being built currently. Yes. So it's very hard to feel the sense of drama or the sense of tension with these wrestlers who are very clearly not going to win or not being positioned. Yeah. You can fake an enthusiasm in a Nikki ASH. Maybe she'll go to WrestleMania. But it was patently apparent that this was going to come to one of two people. And when those two were the last two people, in there, you kind of are finding yourself asking for whatever this went like. Just over a quarter of an hour. Yeah, what was all very of, long at all. What was all of that for? If you kind of just wanted to get to this anyway, yes. that's the reality of a company that aren't amazing at building yeah. stars. That's the one thing about this show. The both elimination chamber matches were not very long at all. The entire show was only like two hours fifty, yeah. and this elimination chamber match came in at fifteen minutes. The main event one, the uh, with the men, came in at fifteen minutes as well. They're really lean. short for elimination chamber matches. Lean, lean, lean. They're no longer. I'm sure the originals used to have the five minute gaps. Yeah. So it was a physical impossibility for them to go fifteen minutes. They were not messing around this year. But again, like we said, this. Um, I think the WWE method with pay-per-views now is to get three of them, get them done, hit that three-hour mark and get them out of there. Yep. And that's not the worst thing. It's not the worst It's one of the few things that I think probably AEW could learn from when it comes to yes. WWE pay-per-view slash premium live event. Absolutely. But next up, it was oh. the tag team match between Naomi and Ronda Rousey. 
with her arm tied behind her back because mm. they're in Saudi Arabia and she can't use an arm. Yeah, not for it. Uh, <laughs> versus Charlotte Flair and Sonya Deville. Sonya Deville came in there originally. She had her arm in the sling, but then, oh, she's a dustedly heel. She took her arm out and she was absolutely fine. Weird match this to have as Ronda Rousey's first match back after re-signing, um, taking a huge part of her arsenal away from her and putting her in this match. And then the finish to the match made it even weirder um, because um, it got to a point where Ronda Rousey had Sonya Deville down on the floor and she was about to take her out and Charlotte Flair was there and she could have come in and saved her but no, Charlotte Flair was like, I'm not having any of this and just bug it off and Ronda Rousey absolutely took Sonya Deville out with one arm leaving no room for a Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville match at any point ever. No room for Ronda Rousey versus Sonya Deville and not a lot of room for Naomi versus yes. Sonya Deville in truth. Like they made fairly comfy work of this. This had its moments and it wasn't entirely poorly thought out in spite of booking a match where somebody has only one hand at Saudi Arabia. Yeah. Um, the Ronda Rousey Obviously, all the women, as we have talked about at length, were in various versions of their gear, but had to be entirely covered up. Ronda Rousey's um, tact for this was to wear the gi, the yeah. uh, judo gi, the karate, yeah. from obviously her background, you know, beyond mixed martial arts, she Olympian, Olympian judo, she, yeah. judo Olympian. This is really so good. yeah, so she got to with one hand missing, she was able to instead to use her other skills, of which she was still judo strong enough with one. We saw lots of judo throws. We, she was still able to perform the Piper's Pit with one arm, yeah. not so much behind her back, but tied by her side. Um, and that was pretty much what most of the match was built around. Ronda Rousey, with one arm, was mostly expected to take the heat. They didn't really. They attempted to do a second hot tag. Yeah. Where Ronda was back in the corner and ready for Naomi to... Ready to rescue Naomi. But she'd had all of about a minute and a half break, having been beaten down with one arm. Very, very strangely, Agent, it, as you say, did take a little bit of the gleam off Ronda's return. Yeah. If this being her first match back. But Charlotte quite effectively... Um, dressed as Santa Claus. Dressed, as, dressed indeed as Santa Claus from what we reconciled might have been a 90s film where the yeah, was for extreme <laughs> at Christmas. Um, Charlotte at the very least showed an element of, she was trying to brush it off as, uh, I just don't fancy it, fear. There was yeah. fear of the Ronda Rousey arm by here. Sonia Deville didn't seem too upset that Charlotte had left her to have her <laughs> arm taken really off. Weird. But um, yeah, Charlotte now we know going into WrestleMania wants no part of that arm bar, wants no real part of Ronda Rousey yeah. when it's a fair fight, which is what she was well, it, well, she wasn't presented with it. She was still presented with a one with one arm by her side. Yeah. She didn't want any of that. What's she going to want now that Ronda's got her other arm back? This is going to be fairly standard heel or babyface stuff. But I will say this. Um, they have effectively taken from that first post-Royal Rumble show with Becky Lynch, made Ronda Rousey the proper, earnest babyface. There is a good guy and a bad guy here. And yeah. they shouldn't, touch wood, touch everything, not have to deal with a dreaded mixed reaction on the night. It is explicitly clear who yes. the good in the body is here. Yes, very much so. And again, another match with just, it's just getting to WrestleMania, yeah. basically. Yeah. And maybe throwing Sonya Deville and Naomi under the bus a little bit on the way there. Hard to sell that singles match now, if yeah. they're going to do it. It's immediately starting to feel like a SmackDown before WrestleMania main event than a WrestleMania match. Yeah. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second guess the ring. 
At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Life is full of awesome what-ifs, and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at UH1.com. Tough. But we'll have to wait and see. But next up, speaking of main events, mm. uh, it wasn't one. <laughs> it was Drew McIntyre versus Madcap Moss in a Falls Count Anywhere match where the fall <sighs> counted in the ring. Mm. Was I think there was one pinfall attempt outside of the ring. Yeah. And that was about it. Drew was having to fend off um, a lot of double Baron team attacks Corbin, yeah, from uh, Corbin and Madcap Moss, a pair of them, a happy couple as they were. The only real takeaway from this match, two takeaways, was the finish itself, yep. where uh, <laughs> Drew elected to hold the sword while hitting the claymore, which in terms of... He was of... threatening to stab him first, and he's like, oh, I'll end the match by stabbing you, and then he runs at him and he goes, oh no, I'm going to claymore you. He swung wildly yeah. at Happy Corbin with he swung a sword. very wildly. But as Stephanie McMahon once said, dismemberment is not a good corporate look, Phil. Yeah. So Happy Corbin got out of the way. Madcap Moss ate a claymore with the sword just sort of hanging in the air because you don't need your hand with a claymore anyway. I mean, I didn't, I, like we were on the stream, we couldn't necessarily hear it loud. I don't know if we could do a leg slap because maybe we were yeah, on the sword maybe, instead. Who yeah. knows? The one spot that I think it's worth going out your way to see, depending on your interest in this match, is a moment where we all had our hearts now mouths slightly. Drew went for that um, over-the-top Alabama slammer type yes, move yes. and Madcap Moss very nearly hit himself with a tombstone yeah, as a result. Yeah, he sold it so weird like he was almost trying to flip into it when he should have yeah. just taken a face plant but instead he just went head first down into the ring. Crumpled into his neck and he's got a big old frame. We hope he's yeah. alright. He looked like he was okay. The match carried on. Yeah, Seemingly yeah, unabated apart from the odd checks that you expect but a um, lot of pantoing from Corbin throughout. Yeah. He, was, he was working on the outside as if he, there was a camera on in the entire time yeah dread it run from it in the words of our esteemed colleague I think it's Corbin McIntyre at Wrestlemania I think it is as well Corbin brought back the 3-2-1 mm. Claymore as well which is obviously going to lead into the Wrestlemania thing it was what it was it, well, yeah I don't think anyone was expecting much more from this uh. so it was fine but we led into Becky Lynch versus Lita a little bit of a dream match going on mm. down in Saudi Arabia uh, for the Women's Championship obviously I mean I'm not even going to pretend that Lita won it because of course <laughs> she didn't. Uh, but she had a really good showing yeah. in the match. Uh, she hit some twists of fates. There was some really good near falls. She hit a twist of fate and then the moonsault. Uh, and got a really good close one, two, three. Uh, but earlier in the match, Becky Lynch had hit her with the Beck's bottom, or what's she called? The uh, manhandle, manhandle slam. slam. Um, and then she, um, Lita got the leg on the rope, but she got her with a second one at the end of it. And that put her out in the middle of the ring. One, two, three. Becky Lynch heading to WrestleMania to take on Bianca Belair. Not half bad this at all, much nope. like the build itself. Generally, they can consider this a rather successful bottle feud for Becky Lynch just to get her to WrestleMania with something to do. Yeah. Um, well worked by Becky Lynch again. They had a job in this match which was to just create drama for one near fall and they absolutely achieved that. Yeah. At the point at which, as Phil points out, you had the um, twist of fit into the moonsault. Everybody was on the hook for Lita getting that win. When she didn't, things looked bleak from there and Lita kind of herself sold, in the words of Ian Beale, <laughs> so she kind of didn't really know what to do and that was how Becky Lynch was able to take advantage she is the one now 
not with as much experience, but certainly right now in ring form that Lita maybe doesn't have. They told that yeah. story quite nicely, quite efficiently. I would say, you know, comparing it to Elimination Chamber is tough, but I would say as a straight up match, this was comfortably the best match of the night. Yeah. There was heat, there was drama, there was only one slight emerging breaking flub from Becky Lynch kind of selling nothing by bouncing to her arse but yeah, he didn't need to replay that yeah. um, beyond that pretty great um, and Becky Lynch looks as good as she can do as the domineering heel for the Bianca Belair rematch that most people are pining for since SummerSlam. Yeah, absolutely. So good stuff there. And next up, we obviously had the Usos versus the Viking Raiders, this long-built match on <laughs> SmackDown that's been one of the best-built matches. No, none no. of that. Uh, and it wasn't even a match. No. So, uh, fine. The Usos attacked them before the bell rang, and then they wandered off. Net. Positive, is what I'm going to say to you, Phil. This yeah. is going to sound extremely generous as usual when we talk about WWE. Sometimes we have to be. This has been a pretty risible program on SmackDown yes. so far. It didn't feel worthy of a tag team title match on a pay-per-view or sorry, a premium live event. Now maybe this will inject a bit of heat if they want to actually make this count at WrestleMania. There is no tag division to speak of on SmackDown, so yeah. you might as well attempt to run this back in a month or two months or wherever it is when we get to Dallas. So they have a chance now to kind of start this properly and just wipe away fritter away the last month of wasted time on SmackDown. Yeah. I, for one, am there for it. Absolutely. But then we had the main event, and of course it was Brock Lesnar versus Bobby Lashley versus AJ Styles versus Austin Theory versus Matt Riddle versus Seth freaking Rollins <laughs> uh, for the WWE Championship inside the Elimination Chamber. And it started off, um, we had the weird thing again where the last person coming in wasn't yeah. actually starting the match. They were just going into the pods. They did the same thing with Alexa Bliss and Brock Lesnar got the same kind of treatment. But we started off with Didn't Seth Rollins. Didn't get the swing, did he? Didn't get the swing, though, no. no. Um, he did have an incredible moment when he was coming <laughs> into the pod, though, where he kind of went up to Bobby Lashley, he breathed on the glass, and then he drew a little smiley face. <laughs> and then he walked to Matt Riddle and just kind of, like... No, looked him blocked him. Didn't, he? no, didn't even look at him and then did this weird little shuffle thing past AJ Styles before he finally got into his pod. He was in the mood, wasn't he? He was very much in the mood, but it was Seth Rollins versus Austin Theory that started off. And then there was a really weird bit where Seth Rollins kind of power bombed, did like like a buckle bomb kind of thing to Austin Theory through Bobby Lashley's pod hmm. and he went flying through the plexiglass into Bobby Lashley and then Bobby Lashley fell down and then like uh, some like medical professionals and Adam Pearce and someone else uh, came into the ring and they were all checking on everyone it was all a little bit weird and then they led Bobby Lashley out and then they said that he'd gone into concussion protocols and that's why they were taking him out of the match. Yeah, this was obviously a write out for reasons that will become clear when we talk about the end and the winner and yes. things like that but what it did inadvertently do certainly from our experience attempting to second screen this with the people watching along with us on our stream and indeed on Twitter and online it did sort of create this implication that perhaps there was going to be somebody else stepping into that last pod which yeah. I dare say would have potentially ruined the enjoyment of this match for some no yeah. matter what was happening in the ring um, the pod itself became the most conspicuous element the empty pod um, there were of course been rumours that Cody might have been at the show yeah. we were all awaiting the imminent arrival of bizarrely stone cold Steve Austin um, there was talk obviously that there was no place for Mansoor on this card yeah. they were just three names but the point was it was almost a little bit too odd that he was out without any mention of any replacement. Yes. Not least when the time came for Bobby, Bobby, to enter, there was nobody there. Yeah. And Brock just took it. Yeah. And when Brock took it, there was kind of no way back for the rest of the match from then anyway. Yeah, because they kind of built it um, where like Seth Rollins and Austin Theory were obviously starting and then Riddle came out and they had a bit of back and forth. And then AJ Styles came out and they had a bit of back and forth. And then when it came down to the... They still did the lights mm -hmm. thing and Bobby Lashley's cage still lit up. And then Brock Lesnar was like... 
not having that, yeah. kicked through his pod, <laughs> came out, uh, he basically F5'd everyone, took everyone out of the match, took Austin Theory, uh, Austin Theory tried, but then he like ran up the side of the cage, he got him onto the top of the pod, and he F5'd Austin Theory off the top of the pod, to the outside, not even into the ring, he just hurled that kid straight <laughs> down at the floor without giving a crap, and then he got down and pinned him, and that was Brock Lesnar winning the match, there was no replacement for Bobby Lashley, there was no real explanation about it at all. Um, I guess it was their way of keeping Bobby Lashley safe and protected uh, so he didn't have to be pinned to lose the championship mm. and a way of getting back to Bobby in a world title stipulation uh, after WrestleMania probably but it just felt a little bit off uh, like it definitely set the chat off in our stream yeah. um, and it just seemed yeah it was just it didn't really work the way they hoped it would I think yeah you could sort of take this a couple of different ways those that didn't care much for Shayna Baszler's dominance in the 2020 Elimination Chamber probably will not have liked this yeah. all of this was entirely structured around Brock Lesnar's dominance at the end at the point at which Bobby yeah. Lashley was out of the match and Brock Lesnar was in this was the Brock Lesnar show if you are a fan of Brock Lesnar and the chaos with which he brings to these shows you will have had yeah. a blast um, he was in in the mood, he was fired up. You could tell by the entrances that he was here. Yeah, he was, uh, he was here to have a good time. So if you are in WWE, he loves to have fun, still. <laughs> and he uh, and he had a lot of fun here. People gave their bodies to him, as they so often have to in situations like this. But Brock did make it count. Yeah, the closing sequence was Austin Theory, genuinely quite entertaining. It was a cat and mouse game, but in WWE, the mouse never ever wins. Yeah. Um, Austin Theory's attempt to escape was great. He found he got a hole. Blow in there. He got one nut shot that genuinely seemed to floor <laughs> yeah. Brock. Um, Brock and Theory have had this little bit of back and forth on Monday Night Raw yeah, with, with the selfie the stuff. So there's almost it was almost like an earned conclusion yeah. to Austin Theory's mini arc that he's been as Vince McMahon's boy and all this kind of thing. Um, if only Shane was still around, it could have been Shane McMahon taking his beat <laughs> instead of Austin Theory. But alas, we got what we got. Brock Lesnar is the WWE champion yet again. It was at this point, of course, that we got the graphic flashing up. Um, it was what we all predicted after they'd been speaking so much about it. But it indeed says champion versus champion, not. As Phil pointed out, title for title yet. Hard to imagine, though, that both belts aren't on the line. There is a... Yes, it would be mental seeing a WrestleMania without a WWE Championship. Well, this is it. There is a, there's a Hogan Warrior comparison. There's, of course, the Lynch-Rousey-Flair yeah. triple threat from a couple of years ago. There's precedent for doing this thing now. Yeah. Um, and yes, it seemed to be the direction from the moment your likes of your Paul Heyman's and Brock Lesnar's themselves started talking into existence. Yeah. We've gotten here. Bobby Lashley can have a reasonable argument for not losing the WWE title and indeed never losing to Brock Lesnar yeah. as he didn't at the Royal Rumble. Uh, but it's Brock stuff so there's yeah. going to always be a bit of division. Yeah. Uh, and no Cody Rhodes which everyone was also no. uh, questioning whether that was actually going to be a thing. Uh, probably probably the right decision I'd say if you're going to debut Cody Rhodes doing it in Saudi Arabia is a little bit weird. Uh, but we've got Roman Reigns versus uh, Brock Lesnar leading into WrestleMania. We've got... Um, Bianca Belair versus uh, Becky Lynch leading into WrestleMania. We've got Charlotte versus Ronda Rousey, obviously, leading into WrestleMania. Most of this was all to set up WrestleMania. It yeah. is the road to WrestleMania, mm -hmm. after all, and that is the next big show. But that was Elimination Chamber, and that was what went down. So thank you very much for joining us. I have been Phil Chambers. You can follow me on Twitter at PhilMyChambers, and you can follow Michael Hamflit at... At Michael Hamflit. And you can follow all of us at WhatCultureWWE. Make sure you subscribe to the channel, like the video, and comment down below what you think of uh, Elimination Chamber. We really want to know. Let us know down below. Uh, but most importantly, have yourselves a bloody good day, everyone. Goodbye. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more 
and is all priced at 50 to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com pack for free shipping and 365-day returns. Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts, start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program.